Send help. Send help. Welcome back to another episode of Send Help. A little different voice to start out the episode. It's Nick Roy, Nick LaRosa with you today. No Pat Puzo. He left the great state of New Jersey for the okay state of Florida. Uh, we miss him. We're proud of him. Hope you're having a fun time, Pat. Nick, say hello to the people. How is everybody go- doing? We have a nice Nick and Nick show for uh, today. It's a little Nick squared. Nick to the second Nick power squared. today. Um, so we talked last week about, you know, doing the office quotes. Uh, so we're going to do that later in this episode, but we're going to start today with a little bit of sports. There's not a ton of stuff that went on in this last week. Uh, the the biggest news I think in the world, uh, in New Jersey world, at least is that the stay at home order was lifted on Monday. We get outdoor dining Asbury park has said they will be doing indoor dining as well to go against what the governor said. So I'm pretty excited. Uh, hopefully we get a, you know, a little taste of summer coming up. And I think the world's getting a little bit back to normal, wouldn't you say, Nick? Wow, I did not even know that Asbury Park was going to just like completely disregard the governor. I love that. Um, I, I like that a lot. Uh, I'm also concerned as to what the consequences might be. But um, I also know that Ocean City, New Jersey, is very uh, adamant on getting back to their normal, um, I guess, the word is just normal sea, you know? Um, yeah. Well, I think it's normal dining. summer because, the, you know, these, these shore towns and people from New Jersey understand, like, these – This is these, how they make their money. This is, this is the money season. This is where the, a lot of these – a lot of little stores and little ice cream shops and boutiques, like, they're open in the summer from May until September, and then they're, they close for the year. Absolutely. Like, that's, this is when they make their money. So I'm, I'm happy to see a little bit of uh, – a little bit of that. Um, I guess we can talk a little baseball. Rob Manford continues to look like an idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> um, uh, it's Shocker. just another like, – we should just do a segment called Is Rob Manfred an Idiot Today? And every day it would be yes. The answer is yes all the time. <laughs> um, so this week he went on national television and said unequivocally there will be baseball this year. Uh, as every day talks come out about how the MLB will not um, really do good business with the Players Association. So. And they won't back down either for some reason. Right. So he continues to make himself look like an idiot, uh, which doesn't surprise me. He looked like an idiot with the Astros thing, with the Red Sox thing. He's looked like an idiot forever, and he just continues, which is fine. But uh, I'm not a huge fan of him. I really I, – I don't know what he means by unequivocally it will be baseball um i see what i was saying to nick before the show is I, i'm afraid that that means he might just say hey we'll play with you know minor leaguers or you know guys that you know if they're not going to sign this deal we'll get people that get will paid. sign a deal right um really hope that doesn't isn't the case really hope it doesn't come down to that uh nick you have any more thoughts on that i know it's not too much but i mean at this point i'm kind of sick and tired of getting a million notifications on my phone regarding Twitter, you know, all these other sports outlets. Oh, well, the players are expected to reject this one, but this is the offer. And then the owners are not even going to consider the player's offer. So just tell me when there's an offer accepted and we're going to have goddamn baseball. I mean, I feel like that's what everybody wants at this point. Um, MLB has really uh, screwed the pooch here. They had an opportunity to gain a lot of traction with – just there no sports being on, you know, and they had a exactly. huge opportunity to, to 
to be playing right now. And because of the collective bargaining agreement expiring next year, there's been a lot of issues right now um, between the owners and the players. And both parties are at fault because the owners make billions of dollars and making it seem like they're, you know, oh, we're just, we're the poor little owners who own baseball teams and, you know, have billions of dollars and, you know, feel bad for us, feel bad for us. Meanwhile, the players are also entitled to their money, but, you know, they, you can't get everything that you want. You're not going to be playing a full season and the owners aren't going to be making as much as they usually do. So it's a, it's a one year situation where, everybody's going to be making less money and they just need to accept that. I think the funniest thing uh, about it is like the, some of these minor league players that were getting cut, they got cut because they get paid more for being on unemployment than they would by their owners. Like, come on, man. <laughs> come on. The funniest thing is like these guys, I, I know I understand the money stuff and I understand. I think the biggest thing that the hurdle that they have to get over is the collective bargain agreement for next year. I think what the players are nervous about is some of this stuff, uh, you know, with a season like this, which is just unprecedented, carrying over into the next CBA. But at the same time, as a sport that is in, I wouldn't say decline, right? But I, I don't want to say that baseball is growing either. I think the NBA grows globally. I think the NFL is globally growing. I even think soccer is, you know, gaining some traction Absolutely. In, in the U.S. I know in, around the world, obviously, but in the U.S. I feel like baseball's growth is, uh, is very stagnant, right? It's flat. It doesn't – I think if you're a fan of baseball, you're a fan of baseball, and that's just – and if you're not, you're really not that interested too much. Maybe you'll watch a little bit here the, near the playoffs. You're a Yankee fan. You know, you're from New York. I'll watch the Yankees in the playoffs. But, like, that's with any sport. But I, I really do think the MLB is just – continues to make themselves look like idiots and and, it, and like and i understand the player i mean the owner argument of you know we're not gonna make as much money and i really do understand that for small market teams right mm -hmm. like like a kansas city royals or, an or athletics right Pirates. stuff like that but uh when the yankees i love the yanks but when they cut 45 players it's, it's a little disheartening to see when you're cutting 45 players when you're uh, a four billion dollar organization but you know what are you gonna do yeah, and um, I mean, it comes down to the the game is turned into strikeout or home run at this point, you know. And and yeah, it's great for statistics, and obviously, a home run is the you know the biggest um, earner uh, of scoring runs and uh, things of that nature. But it comes down to the commissioner has had opportunities to make the game better, and they haven't moved an inch i mean there are so many ways that they could make the game quicker there are so many ways that they could improve the game i mean look at, at people have been watching the kbo a little bit due to you know covid it's the only sport on at five o'clock in the morning but some people are watching the kbo the games are fun to watch there's bat flips and and pitchers right. aren't uh, hurling at the player's head the next time they're up you know, it's just – it's kind of a fun game. And when you look at the way that Manfred has um, commissioned the MLB over since his, you know, tenure, um, it hasn't been great. He's just left things as is when there is definitely room for improvement in the sport of baseball. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you. Um, I, I think regardless of however the season turns out this year, it's going to be a little odd. 
you know, this way or that way, uh, 80 games, 45 games. I don't know. I, I'm definitely not as interested in baseball this year as I, as I am in the NHL playoffs that are going to be happening and on the NBA playoffs that will all be happening at the same time as the NFL and hopefully college football and Masters. Like, there's a lot of stuff to look forward to. And to be honest with you, you know how big of a baseball fan I am. But of baseball right now is at the bottom of my totem pole because they just, they're just not getting it done. I agree. It's out of my mind right now. Right. And to me, I, that's a problem. And you're already a sport that isn't number one in ratings and probably will never be ever again. And you continue to go on a downward trend, which is just not something I'm happy to see. I mean, I'll always watch the Yankees. Don't, don't get me wrong. But like, of course. I, I used to watch baseball all the time. I'd always watch Sunday night game no matter who was playing. I don't know if I'll care that much this year, especially like if you're going to if it's just going to be a bunch of random games or I, I don't know how they're planning to do it. But, you know, because they, they haven't. The NBA, NHL, they've all like set themselves and figured out what they're doing and stuck to it, and now they're doing it. Even the MLS has got their tournament going on in Orlando, and they're going to – I was going to say, I was going to bring that up. That, I think that's going to intrigue a lot of regular um, I mean, look at that. ML, MLS fans. is doing more things for their, their sport than baseball, and they have a lot less money. So Absolutely. Me, that just shows just, – it continues to make baseball look bad. Another big thing in sports is, uh, well, I guess I don't know if I consider NASCAR a sport, uh, but NASCAR has banned the Confederate flag from all its races from flying it. Uh, don't know That's why that news. took till don't know why that took till 2020 to do, but uh, a lot of fans on Twitter, uh, I shouldn't even call them fans. I should just say a lot of racists on Twitter were not very happy that they weren't allowed to fly <laughs> their flag that lost a war over 160 years ago, but. I thought that I, I think it's funny because like why are we why is that even like a thing? Why I was that? I never even because I'm obviously not a NASCAR guy. I, I didn't think, even know. That. I think what started this was because um, was it the Marines that dropped the flag like uh, officially, or I'm not sure. I'm not sure which branch of the um, armed forces. I'm not sure off the top of my head. They they you know just came out and were like, yeah, we're not going to be using the Confederate flag anymore for anything. And then I think that started this trend of, you know, I think officially that was the, getting rid of it. Bases. Because I know sorry? Trump, President Trump was tweeting about uh, people wanted to change the names of some of our big forts, uh, like Fort Benning and stuff like that in Georgia and all these, like, you know, places where we trained guys for uh, war, like Army Rangers for World War II, big, big, big forts and stuff. I think they don't fly them there anymore. But – uh, it, what I do like is how they just said, like, the presence of the Confederate flag, like, runs contrary to our commitment to providing a welcoming and inclusive environment for all fans. It, it's, it's that simple. And people are saying, oh, you're just helping one group to help another. No. Like, it's just like, it's not, it's not. I mean, there's, it's like 95% uh, of the people who really, who really just don't see the Confederate flag the way that the other 5% see it. Right. And the 5% that see it the way they do are just. Mm, racist racist and stupid most so, likely yeah i mean I'll, I'll flat out say it they're racist i mean you're flying a confederate flag that was yeah <laughs> the, the confederates lost the war was i don't really don't know why we're ta we talk about it but it you know i'm very that's good for nascar i really do think that's a smart move on their so part. step forward you know and, and exactly. like we talked about last week with um all the black lives matter um news uh, it's going to take time still, but this was, a, this was a huge step, I think, towards equality. Right, and, and on top of that kind of stuff happening, the twins of the MLB donated $25 million to causes for that, and the Vikings from Minnesota also donated $5 million. 
So uh, good job to both the Vikings and the Twins on, you know, just leading by example, you know, especially where, you know, in Minneapolis, St. Paul, where this all kind of grew and stemmed from in the last couple of weeks here. So, yeah, I didn't even know that they donated that money. I'm happy that, uh, for those who don't know, Nick has some ties to Minnesota. So I'm glad that we oh, yeah. uh, that we have um, this little inside information. I'm sure it was publicly stated, but I just right. it's something yeah. that you know sometimes you don't even notice because it's not the news that everybody you know is reporting. My cousin was texting me about it, and then I saw it on Twitter later, like a couple hours later. But he was telling me about it and how they're all pretty excited that the twins and the Vikings, you know, are kind of standing with the people of Minnesota and just trying to support them. So we're, we're glad to see that. And I think that's really all the big sports news we have. I don't really know if there's anything else. Um, you know, I guess Reggie Bush was welcome back to USC who I yeah. cheater. So don't care. Cheated. Big cheater. <laughs> Parents got a house. Super, super cheater. But you know, uh, yeah, there's really not a lot going on. Uh, UFC fights uh, last week. Fight Island, baby. That's right. Fight, fight Island's Island. coming up soon. Fight Island is in the UAE, and it will host area, uh, 251, I think, UFC 251. Yeah, 251 through 255, I believe. There's going to be four events there. I think it's hilarious. It's in the designated area of the Yas Island in uh, the U- United Arab Emirates. It should be fun. I really hope they embrace the whole island aspect and there's like tiki torches around the octagon and, you know, like (laughs) I really, I really just want that. That's I think what everybody wants to be honest. I mean, I'm just, you know, the The loser has to get like branded or something. Oh God. (laughs) I really hope I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of that, but I am a fan of, honestly, I'll tell you this. I'm a big fan of the UFC fights without fans. I'm not going to lie. I kind of like it too. Like, I like being able to hear the coaches, and I like being able to hear, hear every punch that goes off a guy's jaw. Or I think these guys shoulder. should be mic'd up after, you know, once they start allowing fans back in. Um, I think the UFC has taken a huge jump, though. And also something I've noticed, they have um, the preliminary fights on ESPN when ESPN has a UFC pay-per-view, which is pretty nice because you, can, you get to watch UFC for free. And you're able to bet on it if you want, and you still get to watch some awesome fights. Like the the pre, you know, it's the it's a free fight, you know. And yeah, if exactly. you got two guys that are you know swinging until the, until they're ble- bloody in the face, you know that's all. That's really what people want to see in the UFC. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's not these big name guys, but it's still pretty damn good fights, and it, it really gets you involved in the sport more. Right, and I think as time goes on this year, you'll see more bigger names come out, especially if it continues this way, where they can't have a ton of people, um, you know, in this, in the crowd and stuff like that. But I want to get your opinion on one more sports thing. You got it. So MLS is uh, planning on doing a world cup style format Mm -hmm. instead of having an actual season. Right. So do you think this will increase Americans to watch their own uh, major league soccer? This is awesome. Isn't this great, man? I love soccer. I think I think they said what three games a day too. Like well, it's like the ra- it's like a round robin. So um, yeah, so it would be three games of different teams each day. Um, there's a knockout stage, and then they go. It's like a tour, and then it becomes a tournament. Right. So I know like they were sidelined obviously with the COVID thing, and then so I know that they were coming back to the Disney, you know, Walt Disney uh, World Resort, and they were gonna do an in it's basically an in-season tournament right that counts towards the season and then it's just like around robin you play a lot of games yes. and then 
and then you'll go back and play home games and away games. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I'm not a big MLS guy. Uh, you know, I don't really love – I'm not a big soccer guy in general, but when I do watch I soccer, agree. I watch the Premier League or La Liga or Champions League, stuff like that. But um, I, I'm a I basic do think soccer I'll, fan. I'm right. watching World Cup basically, and then maybe I'll catch some, like, highlights of, like, MLS every once in a while. Me too. And, and honest, But honestly, I think I'll tune in a little bit because, like, if it's going to be on all day, it's something to bet on, something to watch. Um, Absolutely. I agree. And, you know, there's no baseball for me still. So, I mean, if this and, – and it's not like, you know, I know the NBA and the NHL are coming back, but they're not coming back till late July. End of July. So, we still have about right. a month and a half, a month and three weeks to go. Exactly. So – I think uh, the MLS will be a good substitute for baseball, you know, because I, I think it's a slow, it's a little slower of a sport, you know, it takes a while for things to happen, but when they do happen, it's great, kind of like baseball, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, when you have a long season for uh, for soccer, I think that that um, creates a little bit of, you know, just oh, it's it's a long season, you know, whatever. But when it's you know a condensed season and like the World Cup style, every game matters. So you really yeah, want to pay end, attention. And at the end of regulation, all the knockout round matches will go straight to penalty kicks. They won't even do the overtime. Really? Yeah. Hmm, that I don't know if I love. I like yeah. overtime. I definitely like it too, but I, I, I mean. Penalty- Everybody likes to shoot out. The shootout is what fans like, but like pure soccer fans hate the shootout because I mean, at that point yeah. it almost comes down to luck. I mean, you know, because it just depends on what side the, the, penalty kicker is deciding to go on and the you know the goalie could you know maybe have a shot at blocking it i don't know the percentage exactly but you know i feel like it comes down to a little bit of luck at that point right so it's a 54 match tournament yeah i'm pretty excited about that results will count for the 2020 mls season and then we're, we're able to continue we'll continue back in our home markets yeah i think they did a good job once again every sport doing well except for baseball uh great uh, <laughs> but I think we're going to get into our big thing of the day, which is uh, me and Nick's favorite thing that we've ever done on this podcast. It is, Unfortunately, Pat's not here, but he doesn't is, care. Yeah, we don't care about Pat either, though. <laughs> this, is, this will be Tears of Joy, Office Edition. It's the Tears. Tears. T-I-E-R-S. This kid is punny. It's very uh, funny. Tears of joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy, joy. All right, we got Tears of Joy Office Edition. Nicholas LaRosa. We are doing quotes from the greatest show in the history of television. An NBC great, The Office, Michael Scott, Jim, Pam, Dwight, Stanley. Evan. Angela, Oscar, Creed. We got them all. And I think what we'll do today is since we don't have Patrick, me and Nick will both do five quotes each. And we'll obviously do, we'll do it in a snake draft. Nick will go one. I'll go two, three. Nick will go four, five. You know, we'll just go through like that till we get five. So, Nicholas, without further ado, I would love for you to start us off. Beautiful. Um, I'm going to start off. So, I didn't want to do – I didn't realize we were doing five till now, but that's okay. I, I know you know you they're in the tank. That, you know they're the in the tank. That's the thing. That's why I did it. I knew, <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was in your in your small little brain up there. It's up there. It's so most many. of your brain. It's most so of your many. brain. It is most of my brain. I, I'm not ashamed of saying that either. Um, <laughs> so I have a couple of Kevin quotes. I'd like to shine some light on Kevin today. And Michael, obviously, <laughs> so many good ones. I wish I could just – I wish I 
rewatched every single episode right now just to get every single minor quote that people don't even think. But um, to start off, I'm going to start with a Kevin. And honestly, I'm not doing it in any specific order. I'm not doing it by tier one or two, but this is just the, the quotes that I really enjoy and always you. make me laugh. Yeah. Beautiful. So first one, it's a little bit summer themed and it's Kevin Malone. I just want to lie on the beach and eat hot dogs. I just want to lie on the beach and eat hot dogs. That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. On Lake Scranton or while I'm pop pack, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a Lake Scranton. That's a good Lake while I'm pop pack is the, uh, the booze cruise episode. So I can't decide if I want to go with like one of my favorite quotes or with one that's just like all time to start. Exactly. That was the dilemma of picking my quotes. So I think I'm going to go um, with one that applies that applied to my life a little bit too. Uh, and just like life in general, it's uh, Andy Bernard season nine finale. Oh man. I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. I think that's a very good quote. That's a life uh, quote right there. It's a life quote that I like a lot, but yeah. that's my only uh, quote. That's not going to be hilarious. I'll say that, but I, I do like that, that though. It's always that, a good that, quote. Yeah, that quote means a lot for a lot of things. You know, you, you're, graduate college you're like damn i wish i was in college again or you're 30 you're like damn i wish i was 20 again like how yeah. do i you don't really know you're in the starting a new job anything right. anything can almost apply to it as you long as you're, you're in enjoying good your life yep. you don't know you're in them until you leave them so you got to try to enjoy every moment of life so that's my only one that i'll get sentimental about and then we'll go into funny stuff so now i got my second pick and this one uh is a great great one um michael scott uh, it's actually not Michael Scott, this one. This one's Prison Mike. Um, ah. Season three, The Convict. The worst thing about prison was the Dementors. <laughs> about prison. Don't encourage him, Dwight. The worst thing about prison was the, was the Dementors. They were flying all over the place, and they were scary, and then they'd come down, and they sucked the soul out of your body, and it hoit! Dem Dementors like in Harry Potter? No, not Harry Potter. What is this, Harry Potter? No, it's not Harry Potter. <laughs> it's, my favorite, <laughs> it's like my favorite little thing when Michael's trying to tell him about prison. and uh, it's, That's it's a classic. An it's an all-time quote. I mean, my, Prison Mike has taken a whole new form. Uh, post office, you know, being on NBC. You know, people, you have people dressing up as him for Halloween specifically. I mean, Prison Mike and Ping are like my two favorite characters. That oh, my gosh. And they don't even get into Ping Hello, too often. I'm Ping. Oh, my gosh. I wish they, they hear the whole office groan like, oh, no. yeah. Yeah. And in the last episode, <laughs> I want to say goodbye to all you wonderful people. people. Yeah, it's so You've been so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Oh so God. I got I got numbers uh, four and five now. That's right. You got your next two. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to skip keep it uh, along the Michael route right now. And it is, do I need to be liked? Absolutely not. I like to be liked. I enjoy being liked. I have to be liked. But it's not like this compulsive need to be liked. Like my need to be praised. Uh, an all-time quote, to be honest. A great you. one. Great one. And, uh, and just... The way that Michael <laughs> completely contradicts himself in, in, in a few sentences just makes the show what it is. It's phenomenal. Right. Exactly. Um, That's such a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. I'll do it. I'll do another Michael since I have it here. And um, <laughs> this is from Stress Relief. 
Stress relief. Great show. Great episode. And in, he's addressing the uh, CPR woman who is at the office. So her name is Rose. So just to the backstory. And it's... No, Rose. They are not breathing. And they have no arms or legs. No, that's not part of it. Where are they? You know what? If we come across somebody with no arms or legs, do we bother resuscitating them? I mean, what kind of quality of life do we have there? And then he also insults Kevin in the same uh, sentence, a sentence or two later. I would want to live with no legs. How about no arms? No arms or legs is basically how you exist right now, Kevin. You don't do anything. Right. What kind of what kind of quality life do we have there? No I'd, I'd want to live with no arms. Oh <laughs> basically, that's God. basically how you live right now, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> basically, that's how you live. Right now. You don't do anything. Um, God, see, like I. I want to just keep doing Michael quotes because they're so... I know. There is so many of them. Um, but I can't. I won't do it. Uh, this is my third one now. I'm going to go with a Creed quote. Ooh. Um, I, I, there's so many good Creed quotes, but one that I use a lot uh, is, if I can't scuba, then what's this all been about? <laughs> what am I working toward? You tell Stanley that I have asthma because I don't. If it gets out, they won't let me scuba. If I can't scuba, then what's this all been about? What am I working toward? I, I forget what context that is. So it's when uh, Michael starts spreading lies um, because Pam is pregnant. Or no, because Stanley's having an affair. So he starts spreading lies about everyone to, to make it seem like that everybody, yeah, you yeah. know, nothing is real. And they, he, said, he started spreading a rumor about Creed that he has asthma. And he goes... If they find out I have asthma, I can't scuba. You know, what's this all been about? <laughs> uh, so they won't let me scuba. They won't let me scuba. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, and I, like the one I was trying to decide between that and the other one was I already won the lottery. I was born in the U.S. of A, baby, and as a backup, <laughs> I have a Swiss passport. <laughs> that, was my, that was the one I couldn't figure out. Or, or the Taliban one, you know, where he's like, oh, the Taliban, they're the worst. Great heroin, though. It's like so... So stupid, but I, I, those are like, dude, Creed. Is so many Creed crazy. ones, too. I'm just looking now, and, and I've been involved in a number of cults, both as a leader and a follower. You have more fun as a follower, but you make more money as a leader. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go with my now my fourth one, and this one is like a little subtle. It's a subtle line that, you know, if you're not really paying attention or watching it, like, if you're just watching the show and, like, not, you know, like, just it's background noise, as we say. Yeah. This one, you know, when Michael in, at the dinner party says, oh, that is sort of an oaky af afterbirth. <laughs> Instead of aftertaste, it's just like one of those little things where like it's such a Michael Scott-ism to call it an oaky <laughs> afterbirth. Um, and I think Jim makes a face of the camera like, nope, that's not it. Uh, so it's just so funny. Tell him, here's to good friends. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. That is sort of an oaky afterbirth. Mm. What was that? That one really, that one really, really feels, that just one makes me laugh every time. He takes a sip of the wine. Oh, that's sort of an oaky uh, afterbirth. That episode, by the way, Dinner Party is probably the best episode in the history of the world. Oh my God. It's, it gets so awkward. I consider it like, like it's weird because even The Office, like even their bad episodes are like in a way, bad that they're so funny and i can i kind of put dinner party in that category because a lot of people 
like the hardcore office fans like that episode, but a normal person would like just find that episode so weird and awkward. So that's why I feel like the, the, the majority say it's not a great episode, but like hardcore office fans love it. I think right. it's one of the be- best worst episodes in my opinion. It's, yeah. It's I just... mean, there's like, I've, I've always said this about the office. There's a couple episodes that like, you can't like that. You just, you kind of cringe because you know, it's like what they're saying is awful. Right. Like you're just yeah. like, Oh, you can't say that. And it's like, or, or like, or my biggest example always is the Scott's Scott's tots. Like I yeah. can't even watch it. I have to skip the episode because it makes me cringe so bad that Michael promised all these kids college tuition and then gives yeah. them a computer. Like computer imagine if that happened in real life. Yeah. I mean, and then he gives him c- computer batteries. Like it's just <laughs> absurd. When and it I first happens, th- Stanley starts laughing at him when they're in the break room. And he's like, has it really been 10 years? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm rounding right, out so mine now, now. So, yeah, yeah, you finished with your final two. Okay. Um, we all know the Michael one song. So, uh, so you know, I, I only chose a couple. Um, my final two, uh, different characters. I'll start with Dwight because it's a simple one. And it's, who is Justice Beaver? Because just watching that, just watching that episode. Who is Justice Beaver? Then Jim's like, Jim, like, wait a second. He's like, it's a crime fighting beaver. (laughs) (laughs) So that one's always a funny one. Like watching that the first time, I remember just dying laughing. I had to like pause it and like wait a couple of minutes just because. (laughs) But um, that's, that's, that's such a good one. And then oh my, my final one, this is one of my favorites of all time. No matter what, like if I have this on, if I have this episode on in the background and I'm just like vaguely listening, I know when it's coming though. And it always makes me laugh no matter what. And it's uh, Holly comes back from Nashua and uh, it's a Kevin quote. And mm-hmm. um, Michael and Holly got into an argument over something. And then Kevin goes, oh, nothing is ever your fault. Just like when you ate those maple candies that you brought for us. <laughs> for us. <laughs> he got so he gets so mad about maple candies. Like, how do you get so frustrated about that? Another, and it's, it's like such another, a Kevin thing to get pissed off about. My favorite Kevin moment is when he like makes Dwight like give him that back back rub and like Dwight's like hooked up on the 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 file cap <laughs> oh god what is what is this like what is under here need it like it's a pizza like, dough like a pizza need it like a pizza yeah it's so it's so so funny oh my god kevin has some great quotes like kevin and creed quote like that's why i always say creed is my favorite character because like he doesn't say much but whenever he says something it's just awesome. oh my god they're they're amazing quotes I'm going to finish mine real quick, and then we'll go into some honorable mentions. Uh, I think this one is so good. I probably should have picked this one first. Michael Scott, season six of The Chump. If I had a gun with two bullets and I was in a room with Hitler, Bin Laden, and Toby, I would shoot Toby. <laughs> the whole room gets so pissed after like, he says oh, that, too. On. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah, oh God, Michael Scott so is the best. One of my favorite um, – like honorable mentions, I definitely want to say is Dwight, you ignorant slut. Everyone knows that. Of course. Uh, also, another one is when Michael in the duel episode when he says, "My philosophy philosophy is basically this, and this is something that I live by, and I always have, and I always will. Don't ever, for any reason, do anything to anyone, for any reason ever, no matter what, no matter where or who you are with, or 
or where you are going or, or where, where you, you have been ever for any reason whatsoever. And that to me ties in with him saying, sometimes I start a sentence and just don't know where it's going. Like that's, that's such a good one. A different episode, <laughs> but it's still, it's like <laughs> so perfect. The way he, the way he speaks after, like when he's outside with the cameras and he's like, I don't know where, you know, sometimes I just start a sentence and I don't know where it's going. Like, he just sounds so innocent and stupid. I just stupid. hope I find it along the way. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> you got any good honorable mentions? Uh, you know, I mean, it's just the classics. That's what she said. Um, I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little superstitious. A little sti- of course, you know, like just the, you know, it, it, it would be a shame if we didn't mention them. And we obviously, like, they've just been heard so many times. We couldn't put them on this list. This is more for hardcore Office fans, in my opinion. Um. And, right, or like uh, when Creed when Creed says, "When Pam gets Michael's old chair, I get Pam's old chair." That's so a good one. That's a good one. Two chairs, only one to go. Only like, one to like, go. <laughs> like, what do you need three chairs for, bro? Nobody steals from Creed Bratton and gets away with it. The last person to do this disappeared. His name? Creed exactly. Bratton. Exactly. That's uh, why. That's why Creed quotes are just hysterical. Hey, man, you live by the quarry. Why don't we go to the quarry and, and throw things down it? <laughs> To throw things. Do you imagine like him and Jim just hanging out and talking, throwing shit down the quarry? Like that's where my mind goes. It's so ridiculously stupid, but it's hysterical. Uh, I feel God in this chili tonight. A little Pam Beasley. Of course, of course. Uh, I'm trying to think. I am Beyonce. Always really funny. Uh, I'm trying to think of one. Oh, did I stutter? That's a good one. Did I stutter? (laughs) Yeah. Stanley. Absolutely. I'm trying to get everybody. Uh, trying to find everybody. Ah, stutter. Oh, oh, another one, a really good one is Kelly. Uh, this one really made me laugh. Ultimatums are key. Basically, nobody does anything for me unless I threaten to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? <laughs> That's is, such a good one. That is a really good one. That should have cracked really my honorable funny. mentions. Yeah, really I got funny. a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? <laughs> Talking to Ryan, I think Kelly is so funny. To be honest with you, like she, I think she's one of the better. <laughs> and then she says to to Pam at like a Christmas party, Pam, what are you doing? I could be pregnant. And she's like, Yeah, my uh, oh, my New Year's resolution was to get more attention. <laughs> <laughs> to get more attention. Uh, I think there's an Andy quote that I want. Oh yeah, my heart belongs to the music, but my ass belongs to these people yeah that's a good episode there were a couple of solid episodes post michael but i mean they couldn't recreate the magic you know no uh, i usually stop watching i actually you know what i'm going to share with everybody right now i just thought of this i'm going to share my ideal way to watch the office and this is coming from someone who's probably watched the show about 50 times okay you watch Season one, episode one, you watch, you skip Phyllis's wedding. I'm going to make a, a point of that. Unless you, unless it's your first time watching, you could watch Phyllis's wedding. Otherwise you could skip it. I, that is one of the episodes. Like I just can't stand. And it's really like useless. Cause my um, walking is her dad down the aisle and he gets up and he goes, this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a wheelchair. He's I pushed his, I pushed his lazy ass around all day. <laughs> I mean, that's a solid quote, but you know, overall, I, it's just like a weird episode. So you skip Phyllis's wedding if you like. You watch all the way to the end of season seven, and you watch because I believe they're looking for a new boss by the end of season seven. If I'm yeah, correct, doing the- yeah. So you leave it off where you don't know who's going to be the boss. 
Okay, you could do that. That's okay. Then you skip to the finale. Boom. Yeah, I mean, it'll save a lot of heartache and turmoil. Not a huge fan. I mean, I do like Plop and them. Like, I think they're kind of funny. I find them useless. And but I feel I like it was just like a, it was just a yeah. grab at like, oh, we're gonna bring some more characters in because we don't know what else to do with any of these characters. Yeah, I mean, and the whole situation with Pam and Jim, I absolutely can't stand in season. All nine. right, what I want you to do right now is give me one opening sequence. You know how we always they have all the funny opening sequences. Always, of course. Give me if you were never to watch The Office and you wanted someone to watch an opening sequence, which one would you pick? Because I know which one I'm picking. If I was going to show somebody the show, exactly which one I'm picking. Damn, I got two. And you oh, can't well, pick, oh, if, you, you can't if they've never fire. seen it. You can't pick the fire. No, 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 not stress relief. It's too easy. Mine is the parkour opening. That's a good one. Parkour, parkour, parkour. And like, that is a good one. They just, and when he, the gainer, and they like, he falls in. like When, he, when Dwight ro- starts riding Andy like a horse, get off! Get off of me! Parkour! This is parkour, internet sensation of 2004, and it was in one of the Bond films. It's pretty impressive. The goal is to get from point A to point B as creatively as possible, so technically they are doing parkour as long as point A is delusion and point B is the hospital. (laughs) Um, Mine would have to be... Damn, this is a tough one because there's so right? many good ones. Right. If you were going to show somebody like Pat who really hasn't watched the show, I would show him the parkour opening and I feel like he would just laugh and be like, this is great. Or when they're jumping at the Christmas picture and they're all trying to jump in it. <laughs> That's a like, good, that is a good one too. So stupid. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the – it looks like here it's labeled as the speedometer. So Angela starts making 911 calls regarding people driving too fast in front of the office building. Oh, and they're all. Well, they put up a radar. It's actually been sort of a disturbance. And then you hear. "Ah!" That's Michael just running past the radar. 21! 21! 31! 31! 31's my new number, Oscar. 31's humanly impossible. impossible. Beat it! Or the It's Britney bitch, also really good. Oh, my God. Michael Scott Paper Company. Oh, or my like, gosh. Or just when he straight up hits Meredith with his car. Like, he's like, oh, it was a good summer. Uh, this and that and the other thing. And <laughs> I'm, and I'm truly blessed. <laughs> rams right I, into I, feel, I feel truly blessed. Boom. Oh, it's a really good one. But, yeah, I think that'll do it for our tears of office. Uh, I think it was good that Pat was in here because Pat – Yeah, we could have went on forever. But, yeah, Pat would have been uh, mailing it in due to his lack of watching, which is fine. Yeah. No, it's his prerogative. He just doesn't, very want to watch the best, uh, doesn't want to watch the best comedy, you know, potentially of the 2000s, at minimum. Yeah, Pat's a little embarrassing. Uh, you know, as an older man, he doesn't really, you know. An older man? Things. He's like four years older than us. Yeah, he's just, you know, how he is, bro. Uh, <laughs> he goes to Florida, thinks he's cool, whatever. It's, uh, what are you going to do? You know, I'm going to Florida soon. Yeah, but you're not. You're I'm not, not cool. You're not cool. So yeah, like, that's fine. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll be in Florida happy while I'm not cool. That's fine. We don't need Florida. We have um, – we got we got New Jersey reopening on Monday, so uh, I don't really need Florida. All I need is the Jersey Shore this summer, and I'll be a okay. I agree. I think the Jersey Shore is a delicacy in America. It really is. It's like a you know like having a nice donut freshly made out of like, Krispy Kreme's drive-through. Yeah, because when you think about it, like you go down south, like a ro- along the East Coast, and you got like 
the biggest ones are like Virginia Beach, Myrtle Beach. I really can't think of any others. And then you hit like Florida where there's like a million of them and everybody's in Florida. But like besides like, like I feel like besides Florida, I think New Jersey's like the number one East Coast, you know, like beach going uh, state. And I think that has a lot to do with New York uh, being right there. The amount of people that are in this area. I mean, almost one sixth. I don't know if it's one sixth, but it's like, it's very close to like, at least an eighth of the country's population lives like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. That's why New Jersey is so important. You know what, Nick? I couldn't have said it better myself uh, if I tried. I don't think I could have done it better. Um, <laughs> I think that's a great way to end it. I do too. Um, this was a little bit of a quicker episode today just because, you know, with no Pat. And really there hasn't been, like we said earlier, there just hasn't been a lot going on in the world of sports. Uh, we're kind of just – waiting uh we got our news i think the only news we're going to wait on now is the mlb we'll see if they can get their head out of their ass and figure hopefully it out. we'll be but, talking about something much more positive regarding mlb in a week from yeah now. i'm hoping by next week we get something because if they're going to play they gotta i mean it, they gotta get going here they gotta they gotta start they gotta get this written down and signed so that they can get to camp and you know get three weeks of baseball in and then go play um but you know we'll see how it goes for now we'll just keep playing video games uh, I got another Madden playoffs coming up right now. Nice. Your boy is in the divisional round. He was the number two seed. I had a bye. Should nice. get the win tonight. And then hopefully we're in the conference title game again, and then we're going for another Super Bowl win. So If you're streaming that, let me know. I might tune in. I will be streaming it. Twitch.tv oh. slash Sergeant underscore Chili Pepper. What's up, baby? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that'll do it for episode, I believe, 16? Is it 16? I think this is 16 now. Is it 16? I think. I'm be upset if it's not. To be honest, I, I, I've lost track a long time ago. It's, so, it's Pat's job to remember the number because he's usually good at that stuff. It is episode 16 of Send Help. And uh, if you want to listen to us, we're on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. and Anchor. We're, Anchor. And we're right. always uh, chatting it up on Twitter. So check us out there. Send Help underscore the pod. That's and right. by searching send help semicolon the podcast, you will find us on any of those platforms. I remember if you like it, share it with your friends. Uh, share Spread it with the your word. Spread the good word. Spread the good word, you know. Uh, and hopefully these episodes will keep getting better as sports and life gets back to normal. But I think they've been pretty top-notch considering there's no sports. We're very entertaining agree. people. I would agree, Nicholas. I really would. Uh, this has been the Nick Squared Show. Uh, brought to you by Nickelodeon. Not really. But, um, well, Nick is Nick Jr. because he's younger than me. But, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> but, all right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Pat will be back. I'm not sure what our tiers will be, but uh, they will be good. And we'll get into the back. We'll get back into this or that next week because I've been hearing some rumblings from some people saying, where are the this or that? But we'll get back into those. Um, other than that, thanks for everybody for watching. Have a great weekend. And so everybody stay safe out away. there. Yeah, everyone stay safe. Thank you to everybody. Uh, and uh, we'll see you later. See ya. See ya.